Welcome, everyone, to Spotlight India, our regular look at the wonderful films of the wonderful India. Now, we're doing something a little bit different here. From now on, it's not just going to be Kicking the Seat presents Spotlight India. It's going to be Indie Rise and Kicking the Seat present Spotlight India. Now, you might be wondering, what is Indie Rise? Well, fortunately, I have my lovely and talented co-host, Shashwat Mukherjee here, my guide on all things Indian film, to tell us about not only uh, the film we're talking about today, which we'll get to in a second, but also Indie Rise. Shashwat, how are you? And what is Indie Rise and how can people get involved? Well, thank you, you know, for that lovely introduction. It was a, it was a very good introduction. Uh, and, uh, you know, thank you again for having me on the show. And now that, you know, it's like Indie Rise and Kicking the Seat Presents. So it's, it's very exciting that, you know, like how this show started and now how it is kind of a co-production this way. So it's very exciting. Uh, and I'm excited for the other episodes. And Indie Rise is basically a community for all film industry professionals to, you know, to find their space and, you know, to find people to collaborate with. It is a community which we are, uh, like, we. it's just, uh, it's starting out and we are having already uh, a couple of, you know, some prominent independent Indian filmmakers on board and we are, you know, wanting to, you know, make sure that all indie filmmakers from all different parts of the world are in it so that it's a, it's, it's a very safe space and it's a very easy place for indie filmmakers to find their fellow collaborators and, you know, find the people for who would be best for their next stage in their project. So if a writer wants to get connected to a producer, he or she, they will be able to do so very easily with the help of our platform. And uh, we are having a lot of other plans also, which no, are not exactly in the stage for announcement yet. But uh, yeah, so this is the, you know, this is the rolling out or this is the, you know, this is the thing which we are rolling out currently. And uh, well, yeah, let's tell the audience also that uh, Ian is, is also a part of Indie Rise and he posts there regularly. So, you know, join him over there to, you know, check out uh, his posts there. Well, and it's also cool because in addition to filmmakers, I mean, you're you're really opening this up to all aspects of, yeah. of film and film appreciation because there's a film critics section there yes. for people who who you know want to write about films or talk about them, and I'm I'm part of that. So yeah, definitely uh, join in. I mean, we're gonna have links to all of this stuff, and we'll come back around uh, at the end of the episode to remind folks of how they can get involved. But yeah, sure. it's a, a very cool. Uh, enterprise you've come up with this has been quite the year plus for you <laughs> it's it's the year is just getting started so let's see how it goes now <laughs> all right well we're going to get started with uh this month's film rocky orani ki prem kahani uh yeah, i think i got pronounced it right. that right all right yes <laughs> and that translates to is it uh what rocky and ronnie in love or their love story yeah rocky and ronnie's love story that is the exact translation. So Prem Kahani means love story and Rocky or Rani are the uh, two protagonists. So it's Rocky or Rani ki Prem Kahani. Now, if you want to go ahead and summarize like the high level synopsis mm. uh, for this movie, I'd appreciate it because as with a lot of films that we talk about, there's the the kind of what it's about and then there's a whole bunch else that's thrown in this is this is just about another three-hour movie and a lot yes happens, this, is a, this is a three-hour film by the way you know this is like this is the the, the reason why rocky or Aniki prem kahani worked big time in india is because this was an ode to a lot of the classic bollywood films and some of the golden bollywood films which have kind of you know shaped the entire uh, you know the entire trajectory of uh the industry, uh, like the Bollywood industry to be very specific and Indian film industry in general. And uh, this film was an ode to a lot of those movies also. So there are many subtle and, you know, uh, subtle references and there are many direct references to many scenes and many films from uh, like, uh, and many films of the of the director himself, like Karan Johar, as I told you. Like I, I am a big fan of uh, that person and I just uh, love the way he, directs and uh, you know like uh, even uh, his uh, like the way he produces films so he actually runs the studio dharma uh, studios uh, the like dharma productions basically so uh, so like that, that that is the reason why you know rocky or aniki prem kahani worked very big time in india and for a long period of time uh, there was uh, like there was not a, a like a quintessential bollywood romantic film 
you know uh, bollywood uh, uh, like bollywood is known for its you know like slager than life romantic films uh, apart from action action is like now like the action is uh, action has found its uh, audience like uh, from 2010 onwards but before that it was like the soft lover boy kind of that soft boy kind of that image films and that is where you know dharma productions used to you know it it excelled in it and uh, the, the actors who are playing are also legends themselves so the character uh, which is like uh, played uh, by, by dharminder like dharminder is a legendary actor in indian film industry so uh, he is very old now as you can see so like uh, even in the film you saw like basically dharminder plays uh, rocky's grandfather like the character of rocky's grandfather so he is a legendary actor himself and uh, he acted in uh, films like shole so shole is another 1970 uh, film which is a, like a which is like one of the biggest indian films ever made one of the foundation block films of the indian film industry and it stars amitabh bachchan and uh, like amitabh bachchan and dharmendra it's like it, it is uh, it's a western classical kind of that you know cowboy story where you know like two guys go and you know uh, kill the dacoit so it's it's a very western style film and this was the first film in india to be made in a 70 mm screen so again th- there's a lot of history over there so you have to be actually a very big quintessential bollywood film watcher and film lover to you know to fully appreciate this film because uh, like right now the the stage at which you saw if you revisit again rocky or rani after 10 films or after let's say a year of watching just these mainstream bollywood films from the 2000s and 70s 80s then you will again then the, then when you again see rocky or rani ki prem kahani you will find a lot of those references i that sounds like not a challenge but it sounds like a great idea is to to yes. t- kind of like look at back some of the history and then look at the film that's paying homage to it um i would love to do that but i want to just pull over for a second you're talking about 1970s bollywood westerns yep yep are westerns. these are are these westerns in the way that like american westerns thinks like cowboys mm. and and horses yes, and all yes, that stuff yes. but it's uh, in an indian kind of cultural context correct correct so basically what happened was that uh, like uh, again you know if we go back in the history so basically in the period of 1950s and 60s the kind of films which were being made were like you know uh, they were great actors they anand and uh, devana these used to be very romantic films and it was a very soft lover boy kind of that era again a very soft lover boy kind of that era when it's like a like the hero is a romantic hero okay so that's how the bollywood uh, used to work and however what happened was again in the like you know as i told you also before that in india basically cinema is one of is one of the most powerful mediums for you know trans for change or anything like you know it's one of the most powerful methods of communication ways of communication so in 1970s during that time uh, when the condition of the country was not that you know like there were um, people were not finding many jobs people were very agitated you know they like they didn't and people were also not again you know relating to the cinema which was being made so then you know two legendary writers salim and javed like the they are a duo they came up and they made the uh, they 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 like they were the first writer duo who actually fought for uh, you know getting writers credit on posters before that there was no credits right okay so there was the, the writers weren't credited in bollywood you know like somebody who you just find and they were like very grossly underpaid and it was a very it's a very informal kind of that thing you know like the history of bollywood is another episode in itself you know to be honest because earlier you know the film funding worked in a very different way with most of the film money coming from you know the darker shades of the society like you don't want to talk about it and that's where the money came from because there was so much money over there uh, it came from all wrong means and then it was corporatized but again you know uh, so when salim javed came in they actually uh, wrote uh, this film called as divar which was the uh, uh, they they wrote the film called divar which is uh, which was amitabh bachchan's first film and uh, this was the film which was about the angry indian young man so angry young man so this is the film which made amitabh bachchan a superstar so amitabh bachchan you can imagine as shahrukh khan of the 70s and even he's he is even a superstar today you know he's he's like he's now he's above 80 but he is a superstar so he even even he goes out and waves hand and there are millions of fans so that's the kind of the thing so salim javed uh, they started you know writing films which were a lot more raw 
grounded and which represented the current state of the youth of india in that uh, if we could you know put it in that way and that's that's how amitabh bachchan became a superstar and then came shole shole is also like a 1975 film 1975 or 74 i'm not remembering exactly but it's like a legendary film which was about two friends and they go to a village and then there's this notorious dacoit which was like you know like there is again it's a cultural thing of dacus in these areas so dacus is basically a dacoit so they ride in their horses and so uh, ride in their horses and you know they you know they terrorize the people in the village and stuff like that and uh, it's it's about that so like the film is about like in you know, the western in that way it was inspired by a lot of westerns and uh, at that time you know like all the films used to be a very lavish production so it took 3 years to make the film it took just 3 years to make the film and you know like most of the time you know uh there used to be parties on set and so it's a very lavish thing you know anything in india is a very lavish thing so you can go back to history so even if you see our uh, you know even if you see our monuments and you know uh, palaces over here they are like 10 times bigger and grander in scale so if you come to india you india is about scale you know it's like a big um, thing so everything was very lavish in that way and uh, it took 3 years to make and at that time also you know the posters and promotions didn't used to happen that much so once it released it uh you know it it released in 1975 right there is a theater uh, which even does special screenings now for the film wow. so that is the legacy of shole uh, then after the amitabh bachchan phase uh, was towards its end that is when the shahrukh khan phase started so ddlj and everything that's and that is when karan johar came in so karan johar is from that era and and so, that's interesting because you were saying that there was a a sort of a soft romantic lead period yeah. in the 50s which kind of yes. gave way to the grittier angry youth of the 70s and then yes. the sort of the romantic comedy drama leads of Shahrukh Khan in the yeah. 80s and now not in the, the 80s in the 90s or, or in yeah. the 90s sorry and then yes. in the 2000s era like where we're at now Shahrukh Khan is is coming back as a very masculine kind of action yeah. hero action who star, also yeah. has that that kind of sensitivity so he's blending both yes. worlds of what he knows it's very fascinating because when i look at the you know cinema culture in america you know 50s mm. uh and you know like yeah the 1950s mostly were you know very big on westerns and then in yes. the 1970s we got you know very gritty the indian mm. version of getting gritty is to start telling these western stories which have very kind of masculine yes. mythical archetypes so yep. it's understandable but i didn't know that and yeah i think there's a lot to that in terms of what we have here in uh rocky uh and ronnie because yes. in fact is... there is one section of uh, you know there is one section of uh, uh, uh old songs like, like these are like there is one section of old songs medley so if you remember the scene where you know rocky and rani they hide like they take out their grandparents and they like you know hiding from others and make them meet in the park and then they and mm-hmm. in and the behind they are also enjoying and uh, uh, in the, at the front it's like the like the grandparents like uh, Rani's grandmother and Rocky's grandfather. So all these songs medley which play over there, these are all classic Bollywood songs. So which had been you know again remastered for the uh, film. So it's like a, wow. there's an entire section which is like an ode to old Bollywood songs. Well, the and this movie seems like a good medley of what we're talking about because you've got. tradition coming up against you know like a hard stop against like the progressive kind of youth culture i guess you'd say of of today and mm-hmm. you know the premise of the film what 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 is the movie about finally shashwat what is rocky O'Reilly about <laughs> we got on a sidetrack of of the yes. history of bollywood but but let's talk about what is what is the film well the film is actually you know it's 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 a love story between two like it's a, it's a love story between a very orthodox but at the same time a very rich family a very rich orthodox family and a family who is you know who is very progressive a very progressive family and you know when their families uh, actually come together in the they come together during their marriage and how they you know resolve their differences but not really resolve the differences kind of you know accept the opposite and you know okay and are, the film is about that i think the film is about acceptance of the opposite uh, as and acknowledging them that okay you know people can be also like this you know basically i actually had the chance of speaking to the writer of the film and i did a episode with her 
uh, and uh, so like uh, Ishita Moitra, she is the writer of the film, and uh, we had actually had an episode for in conversations with that IIT. So I had interviewed her, and we had asked her, and uh, you know, so there was again that was a entirely different uh, conversation. But the film is about that, and it's 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 basically showing that you know again you know the two families, one is Punjabi family. uh and one is bengali family so i am also bengali family i'm also coming from a bengali family so it's uh, basically you know uh, again they were kind of playing on the stereotypes that you know bengalis are kind of uh, progressive because because in a way that is true uh you know most of the artwork and cultural uh, kolkata is known as the cultural capital of india so all of the artworks satyajit ray and you know films and literature rabindranath tagore whatever you see it comes from calcutta so the kolkata so english uh, so and it is true that in delhi there are many english professors who are actually from calcutta and kolkata even during the british uh, period kolkata was the capital of the country so there is a lot of uh, british history also in in calcutta but so that that was there which was the rani's family and rocky's family is you know like uh, a very rich punjabi uh, north indian family who is very rich and they have a a very orthodox family in a way because you know they they all of them uh, these rituals and everything these were the if you actually go in a indian uh, uh, north indian basically more to north indian side if you go to any house these rituals are followed very uh, uh, you know rigorously uh, like you know like doing puja and these are very healthy practices also you know like doing puja before you know uh, like uh, before starting any work then you know uh, yeah. and there are and it's there is always this sense of hierarchy you know that you have to respect the elders even if when they are wrong and this film also tries to challenge that you know like it's not necessarily uh, always true that if your elders uh, your elders always are right you know you can question them sometimes uh, so it, it kind of showed both of uh, the things and uh, it, it's it's basically medley it's it's a love story in that and it's what karan johar is known for and i i, I wanted to talk to you about that one particular scene you know there's this one particular scene towards the end where you know uh rocky actually breaks down and you know tells and confronts to them that you know like i i didn't know that i was being racist i didn't know that i was be making fun of people uh, because of the cancel culture whatever i'm going to do you know you are going to uh people are going to object and i find this very you know i don't know what to say i can't call fat people fat i can't call uh, x people this that this this what should i do so that was again a very you know good highlight as to you know like you know uh, like when it actually becomes cancel culture so that was also something which the film pointed out and oh so i love that as a whole what about you yeah i you know <clears throat> it's weird because this film i think probably more than many of the others we've talked about <clears throat> is sort of two movies yeah <clears throat> because the first hour uh, hour plus of the 3 hours just under 3 hours is rocky and ronnie kind of coming into each other's lives he's mm. as you mentioned his family is at the top of this like ladu empire yes. Um, yes. you know they are fabulously wealthy he can't uh, yes. because his grandmother the sort of the matriarch of the family won't permit him to go anywhere as he says without yes. bringing product essentially to yep. hand out to people he's got these exactly. kind of valets with exactly. boxes of ladu um yes. and then Ronnie is uh, she's a news presenter uh, on television um she's very uh spunky and she's kind of confrontational she gets into um i guess a uh, you know she has someone on like a political figure of some note and he basically yes. challenges her as far as like women's rights and uh you know it's mm -hmm. it's cool to see these two people kind of come together <clears throat> they don't really get along but they're attracted mm -hmm. to each other and things kind of blossom from there but as there's a great line that's sort of repeated through the um through the film and I'm going to get it wrong but it's a uh, <laughs> you know you may be uh you may be holding the steering wheel in a relationship but it's the family uh, yes, but the back seat driving back is uh, yes yes the family drives the back yes correct And it's it's a classic story, you know. It goes back to you know probably older than Shakespeare, but you know Romeo yeah. and Juliet, the two Romeo. people who love each other but their families can't stand each other for various reasons. Um, so I I love that part of it. Um, then, it, but they realize that they just it's not going to work out no matter how much they love each other because. I guess culturally in India from what I understand family is supremely important and yep. you know living you know the living arrangements are are a big deal so Rocky's like I can't live with your family Ronnie's like I can't live with your family how are we going to work this out so they decide well before they get married they'll test it out they will essentially swap 
she'll go live with his parents or, or yeah, and and vice versa for mm -hmm. three months i think for three and months after, yeah after that if it works out it works out if not then they'll agree to figure yeah. something out <laughs> um but it reminded me there's a there was a tv show in america i don't know if they had over there it was called wife swap um oh, where I it was I think it I've wasn't heard of the name yeah it, it's not what name. it's not what most people think but it is basically <laughs> this premise where you've got two completely different families usually from different parts of the country and for i think a week or two weeks that yeah two weeks the the wife will go and live with the you know the a, a different family and they'll switch and they'll see how their yeah. cultural differences align and styles mm. of raising family and that's a lot of what we get here um mm, the second the second movie is when that happens because at the end of like the first hour and 10 minutes they just they make this plan and like oh yes. wait we're we're going on an entirely different journey here because it's not just that they switch homes but we really start to get to know the members of the family individually we see them kind of collectively in the beginning but it's mostly about rocky and ronnie in the second movie it's mostly about the family and how rocky and ronnie orbit them and react to them and that was yes. very interesting although yep, exactly and i guess the i did like the scene that you mentioned where rocky is sort of breaking down talking about like i can't talk about this i can't think about this um or i can't think this way it's his family is very conservative and then ronnie's family is very progressive as you mentioned and i'm watching this as an american thinking oh they could make an american version of this movie you know uh <laughs> left versus right conservative you know, republican mm -hmm. versus democrat that kind of thing so it very much spoke to me um in that regard i guess the my issue is that with the family members mm -hmm. i felt like as we got to know them we got to know them more as archetypes rather than people and it was almost the problem of it being too much like with <laughs> with ronnie's family yes. um you've got the father who you know he's a, he loves to dance hmm. i this is going to sound really bad but i don't know how he was not gay <laughs> because typically and i think this is something that the film was trying to play with is like the idea mm -hmm. of gender stereotypes he loved to yes. do what we might consider, you know, crudely in America, like ballet or, or that kind of yes, like a very yes, a traditional, yes. very feminine uh, mode of dance. Yes. And he was into so that. basically like what you said that, you know, like he's a Kathak dancer and Kathak is one of the most, you know, oldest and very, you know, very rich classical form of dancing in the, uh, so in India, there are many different forms of dance, like classical dance. So these are all classical dance and these have been here, uh, like these have been, in practice since time immemorial so it's been it's, it's really it dates back to you know very thousand eight hundred like the that's the kind of number i might be wrong but uh and the and the point of the entire movie was to show that you know like you know embrace your feminine side for but through that character so as you were telling that you know there is too much happening uh there's too much happening which is in a way true because if you actually check it out uh each and every character was actually telling a different story in a way everybody had their own story and for the father it was that that you know uh even if i am effeminate like I, my feminine side is more than the masculine side then uh then also like you know why should society make fun of me they should accept me as uh, for who i am that was the entire so that is the reason why you know there is this uh there is this uh kind of uh uh, like there is this uh, show, like there is this scene where you know they were uh, in the uh, in the in the wedding of his best friend, and that is when uh, like there is this uh, he's he is actually called on stage to dance, and he gets very much humiliated because those are the people who don't you know who don't respect that, and then the confrontation scene follows. So that was the entire point of the movie that you know like you know embrace your feminine side. Well, I think, and this is where I. I sort of raised my eyebrow because mm -hmm. it seemed almost, it didn't seem like a character moment. It seemed like a setup for a screenwriter or a filmmaker who's yes. trying to make a point because yeah. the father is a very educated man, as are all the people in Ronnie's family. Yeah. They're very educated, very liberal, as you mentioned. I could not believe that he would go to what he understood to be a very conservative culture wedding. And, uh, right? 
no 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 again you know uh, it's not the conservative culture wedding so again wedding is a you know wedding is an event in india okay so weddings are a five day long event in india and uh, even though like you know conservative culture as in uh, like uh, there is a reason why he, they went to the wedding it was mostly to show that you know like uh, basically you know we are we are cool you know let's you know meet their family so if you are uh, going to a wedding as as uh, as opposed to the west which i am not very much aware about that you know wedding is uh, mostly it's it's mostly it's a one day thing right so yeah. in india it's it's in in india it's five days so there is there's the wedding which is from the uh, like from the bride side then there is a reception which is from the groom side and then there is mehendi there is a so so any wedding oh, you sure. come to in india it's like a million dollar affair right, for the year so, sure like, sure but spend. i guess mm-hmm. i guess my point is the fact that he was embarrassed yes because they were laughing at his style of dance yep. would he not have been aware enough to know that the kind of crowd that he was going to that wedding that that family yes yes he, yes uh, right he, he, they were actually you know if you, if you see properly like uh, that is uh, like the point which they were trying to say is that uh, uh, when he was actually called on stage for dancing all of his family members resisted that you know they want to make fun of you uh, don't go don't go don't go uh, right. they were very much aware but his father also you know there were many scenes that you know his father wanted to get back on stage so he was uh, I, not uh, he was not getting an opportunity and that's how like that's how they actually the film justified it that you know that's right i just, but as as an audience member i didn't and, and maybe this is a cultural thing i don't know but i was watching it thinking okay if he went on stage knowing that mm-hmm. he was about to be humiliated being warned by his family and then he goes on stage and he dances and everyone laughs at him and then he's humiliated that's not quite the audience's fault <laughs> right <laughs> because he's like yes. why are they laughing at me everyone told yes. me they were going to laugh at me i i don't know <laughs> exactly so but that's just that's just one aspect of it and i i made the knock about him i, I don't know how he was gay mostly because from the american context when we see these kinds of characters coded on film it turns out that they are you know a little bit leaning more heavily into the feminine side to the mm-hmm. point of you know Mm-hmm. you know being being gay but that's just that's largely a cultural or a pop cultural kind of you know yes. media signifier and doesn't necessarily reflect the uh the reality i mean you're saying that it's mm-hmm. it's a very old and respected you know dance form and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's a very yeah. old and respected dance form and it's cool i mean like and the, there are the many CDM, male dancers there are many male kathak dancers like and, and I don't, they I don't, go through they go through a lot of uh, you know a lot of mocking from the sections of the society because they they keep on calling out names and keep on humiliating them but uh, uh i wonder it just it, i i just wonder like do you know is there any kind of is there a way to kind of reclaim that because in this in this movie rocky you know gets to know the father and they become very good friends and he even helps support him by engaging in this dance so i'm wondering if this is some kind of an attempt to you know get rid of those those stigmas those stereotypes and say hey yes, it's yes. all because da- as rocky mentions he loves to dance too but his is more of a i guess traditionally masculine kind of dance you know it's it's more... his dance is more of like you know like uh, the kind of dance he does is like uh it's it's what you dance in a club and a pub but i was just gonna the, say like the, club the, dancing yeah. yeah yeah it's a club dance thing so over then it's not it's not a it's a, not a classical form of a dance it's like you know you just move you just move your body to the beats right you just move your body to the beats and uh what he was doing so basically there are like classical dances having a set of practices and you have to know the tals like tals it's it's very as similar to uh, classical singing in india so they go hand in hand uh, so there is a grammar to it as to how your body moves if you have seen life of pi the uh, have, mm-hmm. i don't think uh, you have seen life of pi right so life yeah. of pi what they were doing at the beginning of the film like uh, yeah like the uh, like irfan's wife actually yeah, like the character of irfan khan's wife like pai's future wife when he used to play dholak in the da, in the class in, in the dance class so that was classical dance so there is mudras and you know there's a certain way in which your head moves so even you know, there is a scene where uh, the girl tells that you know like the tiger is thinking because you know her hand is like uh, like the tiger's hand is like this and uh, so there's a lot of symbolism and a lot of culture in that 
that is a that is a very you know that's that's having a particular grammar it's it's like the it's it's like you know saying this is a classical music uh, it's 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 mozart you can understand uh, there is a particular grammar to it um in indian also in in india also there is a lot of uh, different styles of classical music also there's carnatic classical music there is a there is something different and then there are ragas which are like you know which are uh, that which kind of you know specify the grammar particularly there are taals so there are many things the same way it's there in dance um, in ballet also there is a particular practice like you don't you if you you don't dance ballet at a, at a club right so ballet dancer you can understand <laughs> right. the way yeah, exactly you can dance in a ballet in club but a club dance is not having any you know particular step and whatever you know whatever uh, once you are up and once you are high a little bit whatever moves your uh, you know whatever you can groove to you can just enjoy that so and, right and and i think um you know that like i said i like the resolution of that mm-hmm. where rocky comes to understand because he was he would have been i think in the beginning the kind of person who would have mocked you know uh ronnie's father for for doing yes. that kind of dance correct correct um, correct right um but okay the other characters you've got um was it it's ronnie's uh, or let's say uh rocky's rocky's family um, yes you know his mother wants to be a singer um and you know wants to go she gets kind of an opportunity to go on this pop show like an like an idol kind of a show yes um his sister is very much overweight and is made fun of yes. for that reason and yes. she also is very good at like you know stock trading and and yes. business and she wants to break out again i see all these things these are like individual movies i don't yes, believe yes. that all of these archetypes are crammed into these two families it again like the yeah movie- this is actually true this is actually true this is actually true like in most indian families you know especially most traditional indian families you know women are were not allowed to work for a very long time you know they were not now it's a different scenario but uh, as the you know once you are uh, what it was done like once you are married uh, like the uh, the husband's family they don't allow the women to actually go out and you know pursue their dreams most of the family they don't allow it now now it's slowly changing but still we can hear sometimes you know it's like uh, as you saw in the film so this was very relatable to indians that you know very to especially many indian women that you know wow like this is this is actually thing that when when because when i want to uh, also saying i have to you know hide and sing because if my family gets to know of it then they will you know say that what are you what are you doing you know this is bringing humility to the this, this is humiliation to us so Now, those kind of things were actually true like it happened okay i'm i'm not doubting that yeah. i'm just saying as a viewer it mm-hmm. seemed like there were about four or five different like social messages that yes, the filmmaker wanted to tackle and they put them yeah. all into these different characters i wouldn't mind yeah. watching a movie where there was a family where there's a, a a woman who wanted to be a singer and she couldn't you know she couldn't do it or yes. a, a movie there is a film actually a, about that you know i'm sure there is but i'm saying like <laughs> like the well okay the the overweight girl who wants to be a businesswoman the mm-hmm. housewife who wants to be a singer the one guy who wants to dance but he can't dance in front of everybody the other guy who wants to dance but he can't show his father like all of these things it's crammed into this movie yeah, and exactly. at, at, at the end of it at the end of it i was like wait i thought this was about two people falling in love not like <laughs> hey let's change society and everybody's you know <laughs> everyone's got yes. their own secrets and they have to rise above like i don't know what i'm watching here anymore i got to say correct. the i didn't i didn't like that aspect of the screenplay but i loved the performances and i loved these characters so i think that's a lot to say about how the movie unfolds so that's why i kept you know after that first hour after the frolic of the first two hours when i really started getting into these characters i kept getting pulled out and like wondering like is this does this feel real not quite but okay now there's a new dance number i love the yeah. sets this is an amazing uh moment yes. so i said before we started recording this reminded me a lot of the barbie movie a film yeah. that i i did not like the barbie movie pretty much at all aside from possibly the aesthetics partially because i felt like again it's another message film and that message is not very flattering to the people that i think are trying to get the message across like that whole speech at the end where america ferrara is saying it's literally impossible to be a woman and she rattles off all of these things i'm like are you 
empowered i thought the message of the movie was empowerment and so celebrate being a woman but it's also this contradiction of it's everything's terrible i'm like is it really terrible this movie is not set in the 1960s it's set in 2023 it's very confused so i understand watching rocky and ronnie a movie where about a culture that maybe I don't want to be insensitive here, but based on what you're saying is coming into a lot of these ideas about liberation and about kind of like separating mm. the the traditional norms and yeah. roles and, and breaking out of those. Yes. But, you know, when I watch something like Barbie, I'm like, this hasn't really been true for about 30 years, you know, or more. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's just a bit of a of a bridge that I had to cross in appreciating. Mm. Rock yes. And, and, and as I told you, you know, like uh, it's mostly. It, it is for the Indian audience. Like this yeah. is a film which you saw. This is mostly for the Indian audience. All the films which you had seen before, it could be kind of you know like you could get it in a very different context also. But this is a film which is like Indian uh, uh, mainstream in its like its truest form. Like this is like the proper masala Bollywood film which uh, which people actually and people it was a it was a super hit in India because a film like this released after a very long time very long time for many years because there were more films which were uh, which were much you know niche focused and one single topic kind of the film so this is kind of the rrr equivalent in that way rrr was uh, a lot of uh, rrr was you know it, it was a lot of drama and a lot of glory and you know the scale this was what was you know this the, this film represented bollywood of the 2000s like that old kind of that bollywood the songs there are five to six different songs so bollywood like was like that the each average bollywood's uh, film's length was 3 hours 11 minutes 3 hours 20 minutes uh, some of them had two intervals like two intermissions in between so and because film again film for in, in, for indians it's first is entertainment that's number one and second is it has to be an event kind of the film and there has to be big stars and there has to be songs and dances and that it was a quintessential bollywood film as i told you and you know and that that aspect of it i really did um enjoy this is one of the most musical movies i think we've talked yep. about and I, yes what i loved is it's not just uh, the music that moves the story along. It represents what the characters are feeling, like the grandfather. Um, I th yes. one, the, the, one of the key aspects we didn't talk about in terms of the story is how Rocky and Ronnie got together. It turns yes. out that their grandparents back in the 1970s had had 70s. sort of a, a brief affair. They, yes. they kind of fell in love over poetry, and yep. but they couldn't be together because of you know familial obligations. Um, Rocky's grandfather is, uh, you know, he suffered, um, like sometime after that, he suffered a fall or some kind of an incident yes, and he's, fall, he's, yes. he's pretty much catatonic and he has to be taken care of. Um, as the movie opens, they're at a, some kind of an event, a party and yes. he, he feels like he recognizes someone in the room as, uh, was it Jamini? Um, yes, Jamini. and he, he makes his way over to her and he starts like, you know, kind of grabbing her and everyone's like what what are you doing and why are you talking what what is happening and it yes. it turns out there's this big mystery and Jomini turns out to be Ronnie's grandmother Rocky and Ronnie yes. hatch a plot to get these two together with the hopes that maybe the grandmother can bring something out of yes. you know the, the grandfather now uh Rocky's grandmother Rocky's you know grandmother is yeah. the matriarch of the family, as we mentioned, the high, the head of this Ladu uh, empire, and she is, it's she is a very interesting, very complex uh, <laughs> character because she yeah. is what we would see traditionally, I think, in movies as the patriarch of the family, very overbearing, yeah. very much in control of everything and everyone. So when we talk about this movie asking people to lean into their feminine side, that's a very interesting question because yeah. you're like, yes, yeah, that's that a very mean? interesting thing, yes. Right, yeah. because <laughs> because it is again, it is true, you know, in in a in a way, the like that 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 thing, you know, it's 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 a very ironical situation because the entire uh, mentality of them was a very, it was a very patriarchal mentality, but it it was being run by one woman, so it was a very big irony in itself. And there is also a scene where I think like uh, I, I might be mistaken. I had seen the movie a long time back, but uh, when even uh, Rani tells her that you you are a woman yourself. And why then? Why are you kind of? In fact, uh, that advertisement where uh, there is this one scene of you know when they were doing the advertisement uh, for the laddu and uh, it got very much outrage and hate in social media. 
and then rani came in and you know they they had a they they changed the entire advertisement by saying because it was portraying women as women have to stay at house and just work for their husbands and uh, uh, like the her grandmother like rocky's grandmother was uh, his grandmother rocky's grandmother was basically saying that you know this is exactly this worked in the 80s you know this worked in the yeah. 90s why is it not working now and again this is again a nod to a lot of the advertisements and a lot of the films which are being made currently and this uh, hate again against these actors and directors in social media is something which is very prevalent in india like the trolling part of it and karan johal personally also gets trolled a lot so it was all a nod to that well and and i can understand like i watching that advertisement it is very stereotypical like the the happy yes. you know housewife baking at yeah. home and the husband comes home and has a ladu but then you look at the commercial that they put out and what it is it's very much a swapping of the roles because the yes. husbands are these glaringly effeminate men like sashaying around the kitchen and mm -hmm. and acting like stereotypical women now that is almost another subplot where you could say well was there outrage from the public from the men who are like well now you're portraying us as being stereotypical and we don't like this so that could have been a, its other movie like the the company that yes, tries that's to put out movie. an advertisement that, that they just they just can't win because they can't figure yes. it out because yes, people yes. are not cartoons they're not one or the other um and that's the i, I guess that's the you know the idea of learning to get in touch with their feminine side i'm you know totally fine with that because i think people have aspects of both in their personalities nobody is one way or the other but Correct. it's it felt like and this is where i felt the heavy hand of the creative team behind this movie is the lessons learned are primarily all being taught to the more traditional conservative people like i don't know exactly what aside from don't make fun of people because they're not as educated as you are i don't know quite what the lessons are for ronnie's family you know uh, uh, rocky's yes, family yeah. learns rocky's family learns that it's okay to cry it's okay yeah. to you know not control everybody it, you know, yes, it's okay to yes. let women out of the house what does ronnie's family learn it just it felt very one-sided to me yeah you know that's 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 a very good point which you brought out like i think rocky's family sorry rani's family has learned the lesson that you know you you like you should not make fun of the educated uh, of the people who are not educated as you you should not yourself feel you know entitled that you know like uh, uh, like you know there is the, they were kind of in a way they were very snobby about the class of the people they were in so basically if you see the scene where they are having a cultural function in their house where the family is even ashamed to introduce rocky to them because yeah. uh, he was he was not having that kind of you know cultural background so that was again a very big lesson for uh, rani's family because you know you should not do that you know but later they were embracing him that you know he's singing a bengali song and there is like there is this uh, uh, there is this scene also later in the film where, where there um and uh, i think like you know uh, in a way you know in a way it can be kind of justified because uh, his uh, what i think is that rani's family was also very much you know they had a growth mindset so it it won't be very difficult to convince them about one particular thing until and unless it was you know like you know uh, very much archaic or something which was seen as backwards so i think like you know even there was an interview with the director uh, after the film release that what would uh, like if uh, once rocky and rani married in the last scene where would they have lived and uh, he said that you know they they wouldn't have lived lived in uh, anybody's house they would have moved to uh, their own house mm -hmm. so that was the most probable because and uh, rani's family would have been more than open to do so that's what again i think than rocky's family because rani's family is having that mindset of you know uh, okay let's you know if it is a change you know let's look at it that way until unless something until unless there is a character like rocky who is kind of beneath their standards so i think the most important lesson for them was the standards and snobbiness which i told you apart from you know not make fun of people who are they are kind of i think i think what would have been a nice bit of balance because again i yeah. i feel like there was a lot more finger wagging and lesson teaching to the traditional family than there was to the progressive yeah. family and that you can yeah. make that movie that's fine but me as an correct, audience correct. member i'm sitting here thinking well you know, 
yes, being progressive and breaking every tradition, that is a way yes. to live. But there is also a reason that traditions survive. Not all of them are great, but there's just because something is traditional doesn't mean it's bad. I think what would have been interesting is yep. if there had been a member of Ronnie's family who had said, you know what, I would like to get settled down and get married and raise a family and, you know, just be a more traditional, you know, spouse. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes that, and and, and what and what would that do to Ronnie's family dynamic? We're like, wait, you, you can't do that. And like, why can't I? You said I can do whatever I want. I want to do the traditional thing. Yes, that 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 is a very that is a very good, you know, that's that's something which even I did not think about. So yeah, that that's definitely again, that's definitely a new film in itself. Yeah, there, there there's so many movies that could come out of this yes. one. But one thing I want to talk about is the cast, okay? Yeah. Ron Veer Singh. The last time I saw him, he was playing a very different character. We talked about <laughs> Padmavat. I think that was last year. Another a, a yeah. great movie, uh, but he was like this. He was a you know aggressive like barbarian. Yes. He was the villain of that piece, and he was so terrifying. Here, yes. he's you know. Did you ever see the movie Zoolander from like twenty uh, years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it long back. He reminds his character Rocky in this movie, especially in the beginning, he grows and becomes like more of a real fleshed out character by the end. But the beginning, he yes. is he's like the Indian Zoolander. You know, he's completely <laughs> oblivious. He's very pretty yeah. and styled and wearing the latest fashion. Yes. He's obsessed with fashion. He doesn't know anything. People have to constantly explain what basic words mean to him. Yes, um, exactly. And then you've got um, Ali Abbat playing yes. Ronnie and yeah, she is yeah. completely charming and beautiful and feisty. And, you know, I just, I love their love story. Um, yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. That kind of it's, chemistry. It's, it's a very, it's, it's a, like the, as I told you, you know, the cast was one of the very big reasons as to why the film worked. Like everybody wants to, again, you know, in, in India, people go to the theaters to see the actor first and the story later. So it's it's more about who is the star playing in the film. So when when the stellar star cast was announced, the auto the hype was automatically there. Like it didn't need any sort of marketing in that way. So people just wanted to and, and the songs worked really well. So there's the song Tum Kya Mile, which is which happens when you know Rani goes to Kashmir for the reporting and uh, they had a fight like they had a fight with Rocky before again reuniting. So that song was a big hit. Because it was again an ode to Shah Rukh Khan's old songs, like uh, Shah Rukh Khan's 2000 songs from, you know, Suraj Hua Madhyam, and uh, which was from K3G. The a same film which, uh, like the same film which uh, Karan Johar directed, K3G. So it was a, like, the, so basically, you know, in um, in Indian cinema, Yash Chopra, uh, like who is a legendary film director, he passed away in 2012, but uh, he started the Yash Raj Film Studio and... Uh, he actually made this trademark, you know, uh, songs of lip sync songs. So basically, these are lip sync songs where, uh, you know, they go to a dreamy location and there's this siphon sari and uh, the hero comes in and then that kind of it happens. And um, then it was further, you know, its popularity even grew 10x when Shah Rukh Khan came in in DDLJ. And yeah, so basically, you know, it's conditioned that this way, even for me, you know, whenever we see a field of mustard field, a mustard field, we always think that you know there is Raj standing there with his arms wide open, and you know the, the girl is running towards her. And it's 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 the way we are, we think. You know those who grew up watching Bollywood and those who grew up like, like me watching Bollywood, we think like that. So it was again not to that because the the kind of songs which were happening in the film for the last five six years was not lip sync exactly. It was more either playing in the background or uh, you know they were in certain situation where you know singing singing a song would have justified that particular situation. Um, as opposed to the previous older songs, which were like, you know, they were talking and then just cut to a very different exotic location and the hero and heroine, are, they're just singing songs. This was exactly like that, you know, they, were, they, they cut to and um, she's seeing all these, you know, in her, in her imagination that these dream sequences and stuff like that, which is why, again, it was a very big hit. So personally, I went to the theaters to watch that song you know, <laughs> because that was my calling. You know, I want to hear that in the theaters. It was so, so I love the song. Well, I I love that song too, but I also love that sequence because as you met as you mentioned, it's her kind of fantasy sequence. Yes, and it's not yes. just her singing on this you know snowy mountaintop. Everything is color coordinated. I mean, yes. when she imagines walking through a woods that that is not snow covered, everything is very brown. You yes. notice Rocky, 
leaning up against a tree wearing like a brown blazer and you just notice him because you see his like i think blue jeans or something like that or black pants and he kind of walks out it's it's there's there's so much artistry all throughout this film there's this, this great sequence which i think um it was when uh ronnie's father ends up dancing with Yes, in that in that red hall and they he mentioned i think he said this goes back to that kind of cultural snobbery thing that's what i point up right well he said you know normally we don't we don't do the bollywood thing but tonight we're going to do something different and they do this great dance number in this beautiful red hall i think the at one point that is again you know you should uh, when you come to calcutta in india during the durga puja time you will see red halls like this. These are known as pandals everywhere across the city. Everywhere. Like literally everywhere. Like even the place where I live in, uh, the decoration is like this. Not exactly. It's not that it used to be red. But um, it, it's it's uh, like it's uh, it's also known as the city of joy, you know, Calcutta. And Durga Puja is a... It's, it's, even though it's a puja, it's a religious thing, but it's more of a cultural thing. Uh, my entire film's making's journey started from Durga Puja, as I told you before also. So again, it's again a note to that. And for Bengalis, Durga Puja is a very important part of their life. Like Every year, no matter, all Bengalis might be outside the country in any, any, in any part of the world. But during Durga Puja, everybody comes back home and you know celebrates it together. That's beautiful. And it's a grand I... thing. Well, you know, the, the sense of togetherness and community, that really comes out. Spoiler alert. Um, Rocky's uh, grandfather passes away at the end of the film yeah. and they have a, a beautiful funeral. Again, color scheme. Everything is in, in yes. presented in white or, or shades of white. Yeah. Um, and it's a Karan lovely... is in fact very famous for that. You know, like the, the he's very famous for the grand sets uh, apart from Sanjay Leela Bansali. Uh, whose Padmavat you saw in Padmavat also it was like a uh, very grand sets and uh, even like Karan Johar even acknowledged Sanjay Leela Bansali as an inspiration for that. So you are very right in pointing that out. So all this color coordination and especially the ending sequence where they are getting married, it's all inspired from Sanjay Leela Bansali. So the director who made Padmavat. So you, you've got that right. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, the, one thing I forgot to mention, we were talking just now about the fantasy kind of sequence mm. and the lip syncing. And it was a point I had started to make before we got into the plot about the grandparents. But one of the musical numbers, maybe even a couple of them involve the grandfather, Ronnie's grandfather or Rocky's grandfather getting up out of his chair, yes. singing, <laughs> serenading. It's, yeah, but yeah. it's so touching because it's like, yeah. this is, he's trapped in this body, but this is what he's feeling. This is the, yes, him getting exactly. in touch with these romantic feelings that are being reawakened from 40 years ago. It's just, again, I watched, I'm watching this movie, even though I had some issues with it, I would yeah. still watch this movie over the next five American romantic comedies because there's so much to think about and look at and experience in this movie. It's just, it's, it really gets to what it means to be a human being in love. And I think it's it's rare that we see that writ large. I want to see more movies like this. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Wow. That is, that is great to hear. So, you know, that that's actually great. And you know, this is a current directing a film after seven years. So he's a producer also. He produces four to five films every year. But uh, the last film he directed was in 2016, before that it was in 2010, which is My Name is Khan and uh, with again Shah Rukh Khan. And, and you know, Shah Rukh Khan has been in all movies of Karan Johar except this one. Like uh, in Aedele Mushkil also he was there in a cameo, but for this film uh, he was not there. Uh, he actually taught like he, again, one interesting trivia, uh, Shah Rukh Khan is the master of lip sync lip sync songs. He made it popular. So he actually mentored Alia Bhatt and uh, even Shah Rukh Khan's daughter, Suhana Khan for, even though she's not in the movie for a different film, like how to do the lip sync song. Because what happens in lip sync is uh, when you see the film, it's it's in slow motion, right? So when they shoot it, they shoot it in very high frames. So it's shot at close to 90 frames per second to 120 frames per second. So what happens is when they do the playback in the in the shoot, uh, it plays at 120 FPS. So your your lip movement has to be exactly that. So you have to like, uh, you have to sing like that, but you have to keep the expressions intact, so that when they do the playback in the editing, it automatically gets slow motion and it looks like you're singing properly. So this is something Shahrukh Khan is a master of, and uh, <laughs> again, you know, Indian films have do this because you know that you have to sing at ninety frames per second. So that's that's amazing. I 
But it, I also love that because I thought about you when I was watching this because SS Rajmuli gets name checked and Shah Rukh Khan or SRK gets, I think, two references in the movie. So he's yes. not in the movie, but he's in the movie. So that, yeah, he's in the movie. He's in the movie. Yeah. He's in the, and yeah. it's not two, it's more than two. In fact, like there is a lot of uh, scenes oh, where, okay. you know, uh, where like uh, in during the the first uh, song, not the first, the second song where it's like Jhumka uh, Girade, that song. That is again a reference, like which which happens in the wrestling arena where they first meet uh, over there, uh, which it happens. So the song which happens there again, there is a reference to an old film of SRK, again which Karanjo directed. So there, there are many references for SRK like that. Why why did uh, Karanjo take seven years off or between films? Do you know what is there a story oh, behind that? That is that is a very big story. You know there was he faced a lot of flack. You know like uh, there's a lot of negativity around him, and you know there's there's a lot of issues. And again that's again a, I think for the uh, better the time when there's a, a very big uh, controversies happening, and he does a show which is known as Coffee with Karan. And uh, it's it's it, that show is uh, uh, is about like you know it's it's the, it's the steamy part of Bollywood. So very Bollywood celebrities come in and you know they share the gossips and secrets. So I love watching that show by the way. Uh, and uh, and there have been many controversies about it. So I'm a fan of Coffee with Karan, and they recently concluded season eight also. So if you get time, you should watch Coffee with Karan also. So you could actually get into like the is that on you know, like, is it on YouTube? Can I find no, it there? It's, it's, it's there. It's there in Disney Plus. It's there on Disney Plus. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Disney. <laughs> um, Disney Plus. But no, it's it's interesting because you're talking about these controversies and everything, and it almost feels like, even though again, Rocky comes from the more traditional, you know, call it conservative yeah. family, it that speech about being canceled almost seems like it's the director yeah. talking about, well, yes. I can't say I anything, you, right? Like, Everyone's coming after me. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. exactly. That, that is what yeah. I told you. Like it was a it was it was more of a personal call out than uh, the character telling about like confronting about it. So you, wow. you should watch that show sometimes. And again, there is like since uh, like uh, Karan Johar made his first film with Shah Rukh Khan. So he actually was, Karan Johar was an assistant director for Dilwale Dulhaniya Le Jayenge, uh, where Shah Rukh Khan was like, okay, uh, Dilwale Dulhaniya Le Jayenge released in 1995. It is the longest running film in the history of movies. It even runs till date in Maratha Mandir in Bombay. You can even go and buy a ticket and watch it. It's it's like running from 1995 <laughs> till now. That is the level wow. of <laughs> So, we we got to talk. We got to talk about that at some point. I, yeah, I got to see the longest running film. DDLJ. Yeah, DDLJ. So like it, it's uh, it it runs even day, like and it's a full house show every single day. It's a full house show, uh, kind of that thing. So that's the craze of Shah Rukh Khan and he was uh, Karanjor was an assistant director over there, and Karanjor is from a film family also. So like his father was a film director, and during the making of that uh, DDLJ, they actually came up with kuch kuch hota hai. And Shah Rukh Khan helped Karan Johar, you know, shape up like the entire film and make it. And since then, they they two are uh, like they both of them are some of the closest friends, one of the closest friends in the industry. And in every Coffee with Karan's first episode, it's always Shah Rukh Khan first two episodes. So Coffee with Karan's season one started in two thousand six. The first episode was Shah Rukh Khan. However, he did not appear in two thousand in the season seven and eight. But before that, every season. Well, now I definitely have to watch it because <laughs> coffee with Karan with with Shah Rukh Khan sold. Yes. Okay. Well, I thank you again. Thanks for recommending this movie. I wasn't quite sure what this was when you said, "Oh, we should watch this." I'm like, this looks very different from a lot of what we talked about. Um, yes. But I'm glad, and I want to explore more from what this this genre or the the films that this movie is paying homage to. Yes. Uh, I want to yes. check that out. So, but you know, and we'll definitely. As we mentioned at the top of this, you know, it's it's Indie Rise and Kicking the Seat present Spotlight India. So we've got way more films to talk about um, and a yeah. lot of cool things coming up in the in the near future. So, again, um, Shashwat, tell people how they can get involved uh, in Indie Rise. So it's, it's very simple. So there is like the link of the community, I think, which will be also pasted in the link in the description below. So you can just join it. And there's just a couple of questions as to why do you want to join the community and uh, uh, then you can just simply join it. We will be kind of rolling out memberships soon, but uh, the main community is, is going to be free to use. Uh, uh, there will be some sort of paid perks to it too, but yeah, it's it's going to be free to use and you can join it. it it's very simple to join. It's just like uh, doing so with any app or any website you go to. 
And you can find us there, mo most importantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can you can find Ian there. So <laughs> you can always uh, you can always message him there also. And there are, there are also apart from Ian, like there are uh, there's uh, uh, like there are many indie filmmakers over there, especially from uh, India. So you can join there. And uh, Ian also is you know like he you know uh, expresses his opinions. And I by the way I did not tell you you know there were many mem new members who were actually asking you know they wanted to be about you know they wanted to know about film criticism, and uh, like we they, they because they 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 saw your posts over there. So you got few new film critic enthusiasts too. All right. Well, that all all the better. So thank you very much for for again this conversation. Thank you for inviting me to Indie Rise, folks. If you're at all interested in anything related to film, filmmaking, film criticism, all aspects of it, check out Indie Rise. You'll be able to to find find your people uh, and 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 make make some cool things that maybe we'll end up talking about on this show someday. Uh, so right. very excited. Um, all right, Shashwat, thanks. Do you have anything else to say before we uh, get out of here? Not really. So like, again, you know, thank you for, you know, for you. It's uh, the, the show, this is the show you started also. So thank you for inviting me again. And uh, now that it's, again, as I told in the beginning, it's a, a co-production now. But uh, and I'm looking forward to the next film which we'll be talking about and hopefully bring some more indie filmmakers on board with us also and talk with them about their filmmaking process and everything. Yes, yes, sir. All right, well, thank you. You're an incredible guide on this journey, um, and I can't wait to see what comes next. So, Shashwat Mukherjee, uh, thanks again. I'm Ian Simmons from Kicking the Seat. And uh, yeah, till next time, whenever that is, whatever that is, thank you very much, and take care. <laughs> <laughs>